What Shopify says you can sell anywhere? Oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. to today's special edition of the Sports Stove Podcast. We are coming to you live from Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, It is icy and chilly outside, and because of that, uh, we are, or I am, home from work today, and instead of recording last night, decided we'd go ahead and uh, just go live today here uh, to give you some updates on the uh, quarterback uh, controversies, the movement, the offseason craziness going on right now in the NFL. And uh, so to hit that, along with uh, we're going to talk about some Kentucky basketball items. And then we've got a big announcement for you uh, as well uh, here in just a few minutes. And we've already posted some information on Twitter about it, uh, but we will nonetheless uh, still give that information to you here as well. This is our first time going live, so if we have any issues, I apologize in advance, but I don't think we're going to have any issues. We are live right now on Facebook, on uh, Periscope and Twitter, and on YouTube. So thank you for tuning in with us today on our very special first ever live edition of the Sports Stove Podcast brought to you by Belly Up Sports. Go to bellyupsports.com where you can find uh, podcasts like ours, like others that we have Promoted in the past, no credentials required. We've been on before. Uh, the FN Sports Podcast, we're going to have those guys on next week as well. Uh, great podcast. Many other good podcasts there on, on bellyupsports.com, as well as articles about all the different sports topics going on in today's world. And then uh, we're also brought to you by Skull Candy. And Skull Candy provides true wireless earbuds, headphones, speakers, all kinds of things that'll help your listening experience be better and improved. So make sure you get some candy for your ears from Skull Candy. We will be posting a link for you uh, on Twitter and on the other uh, sites as well for you to click on and go get yourself some Skull Candy ear 
buds or headphones, and then also blue coolers. Blue coolers, they have this 55-quart cooler, has a 10-day ice retention. Can It keeps ice uh, intact for 10 days. That's incredible. It's got a five-star review. Uh, great durability, great warranty on it as well. And so make sure you go to Blue Coolers. We'll put a link for that as well uh, in the comment section of each place wherever you're watching this. And you can uh, go to Blue Coolers, get yourself a new cooler. It's almost camping season uh, right around the corner. If you look outside today, at least then where I'm at, it doesn't look like camping season's close, but it is. So make sure you get your Blue Coolers as well. Let's jump right in and talk about the NFL. What a crazy offseason. I love the offseason. I'm a sports geek. Everything I, I love about the offseason is the trades, the free agency, all the uh, rumors, the draft, all that kind of thing. And right now, I think this is the craziest quarterback offseason that we've ever witnessed in the NFL, and maybe at least since the, uh, the Elway draft. But nonetheless, right now, we've been talking about guys like Carson Wentz and Sam Darnold for a while now. Matt Stafford was in that conversation before he got traded. Now, though, bigger names are popping up that are available, apparently at least, somewhat available in the NFL. We've been talking about Deshaun Watson for a while down in Houston. He's not happy in Houston. Houston continues to have turnover from the front office. Uh, they got rid of the uh, equipment manager and all the people in the staff there as well. And so Deshaun Watson still making it very clear he wants out of Houston. Houston's saying we don't want to trade Deshaun Watson, but it's still a good possibility that he will eventually get traded. We talked about it in the past, so we won't spend much time on it. I believe the Jets or the Dolphins are the best, uh, uh, most likely landing spots for Deshaun Watson, having the number two and the number three overall draft picks. And so it makes the most sense they can offer to Houston probably more than what anybody else can offer, which makes sense for him landing in one of those two spots. Miami would be a great spot for Deshaun Watson. They've got a talented team, a great coaching staff, and uh, they, they might just be a quarterback away uh, from being a contender. The Jets are a little further away, but Deshaun Watson, I think, is a top three quarterback in the NFL right now. And uh, so I think if he goes to New York, he makes them instantly better and at least a playoff contender at the very least. I think Vegas is an interesting spot to watch for with Deshaun Watson. Carolina has been mentioned as well as, as desperately wanting Deshaun Watson, but I'm not sure if they have enough to give to Houston because they're obviously not going uh, to get rid of their best player on the roster in McCaffrey. But uh, anything else, I think they'd be pretty much willing to give up for Deshaun Watson. We'll see if anything comes from that. And then, of course, staying in Houston as well. Then the name Dak Prescott has been popping up a lot more recently. He is uh, uh, supposedly trying. Dallas wants to keep him, they say, and uh, trying to work out the details. They've been unable to do this for a whole year now, trying to re-sign Dak and trying to figure out what's the right price for both of them. And, uh, you know, I think Dak, ultimately Dallas makes the most sense for Dak Prescott. And I think that's where he's going to end up staying. But you have to to look at some other teams that have been brought up. Of course, ESPN made a lot of uh, splash and a lot of clicks this week saying the best fit for Dak Prescott is in Carolina. And honestly, you put any of these starting caliber quarterbacks in Carolina and make an improvement at quarterback, and obviously they're going to get better. Uh, but uh, Carolina, I think New Orleans is the team to watch for with Dak Prescott, though, outside of Dallas. New Orleans looking for a veteran quarterback presence. A lot of people have said, well, Jameis Winston's going to be their guy next year. Some people say Taysom Hill should be the guy. Taysom Hill should not be the starting quarterback for New Orleans. Uh, but Dak Prescott makes a lot of sense in New Orleans, and uh, he's a winner. He's got a great mentality. He'd be great on any team that he goes to. So I think the final two teams for Dak Prescott are either staying in Dallas or moving to New Orleans 
to be their quarterback. Then the biggest news of the week came out when Russell Wilson made a big splash. He was on Dan Patrick and a few other shows as well, but talking about how tired he is of getting hit and the, the desire he has to, uh, to, to be surrounded by better talent and, uh, and just a, a more complete team. And immediately the, the odds came out for Russell Wilson, Las Vegas, the uh, betting favorite to land Russell Wilson. If he is traded, Dallas has been mentioned as well as a possibility if they choose to not go with Dak Prescott. And Russell Wilson is one of these guys. I think he's a little overrated currently in the NFL. Everybody's saying he should be an MVP every single year and, and uh, you know, and whatnot from there. But when Russell Wilson was great was when he had a defense that could win football games for him. And it's not to say that he's bad. I'm not trying to, uh, to say that he's a, you know, I think he's a top, I was going to say five, top seven quarterback right now in the NFL, probably top five. I had to think through that quickly. But Russell Wilson, uh, he is a guy that is talented. He's skilled, but he's not the kind of guy, I don't think at least, that can win on his own. He's got to have that team around him, that complete team around him. We've watched Tom Brady, not this year, but in New England years, win with very little stellar talent around him. But they had good defenses and other things as well, and they played smart. See, Russell Wilson, I think, needs, and he has great receivers, or at least a great receiver in Seattle, but he needs a complete team. He needs an offensive line that can protect, obviously, that always helps, and a defense that can keep the other team from scoring. And so right now, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, those are the three guys with the most eyes on. What is going to happen? Can Houston uh, talk Deshaun Watson into being happy and staying with the Texans? Can Dak and Dallas figure out their differences and can Russell Wilson get a little bit more say in the locker room and uh, when it comes to personnel and things like that and get a team around him, a roster around him that helps him uh, to win and to win more comfortably so he doesn't go home so beat up and bruised after every single week. A lot of excitement going on in the NFL, especially with the quarterbacks right now. It'll be exciting to see. You think about these quarterbacks that are available, Watson, Prescott, Wilson, uh, Cousins, Wentz, Sam Darnold. And then you think about the draft class that's coming in for the NFL. Five guys right now are predicted to go in the first round. So that's, uh, let's see here. So one, two, three, four, five, six, five. That's 11 quarterbacks that you're talking about potentially on new teams before the start of next year. And uh, that's going to be pretty crazy if that works out that way. Let's move on. Kentucky basketball. They're five and 13. And uh, right now they have been the worst team in the college basketball. And you have to wonder, <clears throat> when is it going to change? Uh, I mean, is there ever going to come a point where there is um, a, a winning team again this year in uh, Lexington? It, it's not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Kentucky Wildcats are a horrible team. They've been playing horrible all year, four and seven in the SEC. They're currently on a four game losing streak. And they're playing the wrong guys at the wrong time. Coach John Calipari, he is a Hall of Fame coach. He is the greatest, I think, recruiter of all time. But he's proving this year that he is not the greatest coach of all time. As a matter of fact, this year he might be one of the worst coaches in the NCAA. He does not have uh, um, a weak team. As a matter of fact, he has one of the top-rated recruiting classes in the country. And yet he's 5-13. and 13. B.J. Boston leads the team in minutes. He also leads the team in scoring with 12 points. When's the last time a Kentucky leading scorer led minutes and scoring and only had 12 points to show for it? Now, they spread the ball around. It is what you could argue as they have uh, Keon Brooks with 11 points a game, Devion Mintz, 9 points a game, Olivia Saar, uh, 10 points a game, Askew at 7 points a game. And you see all these things 
uh, going on right now. And uh, we, uh, we see that the, hey buddy, I got a, someone helping me out. You're gonna have to plug that into the extension cord right on top of the stool there. And uh, got, got special help today as I'm at home uh, recording right now and uh, excited about uh, being able to spend a little bit of extra time with the family, but uh, a lot of help right now from uh, um, uh, the home the home staff right now in the home studio and uh, excited to have them helping out and appreciate there we go sorry about all that i told you first time live we're gonna have some technical difficulties um, but we don't see that uh, oftentimes we're trying to figure out what's going on how in the world they're going to, to pull out the season at the end of the day the remaining schedule for kentucky does not matter because whether they win or lose doesn't get them into the tournament as a matter of fact the only hope they have for making the tournament is going to be winning the sec tournament and whether or not they can do that is right now doesn't look very likely as a matter of fact uh, they've just been absolutely horrible. And Coach Cal has been going with B.J. Boston, Devin Askew, Devion Mintz, Olivier Saar, and Keon Brooks as his main five, uh, really in crunch time, leaving guys like Isaiah Jackson and Dante Allen out of it altogether. When you're coming down to watching this Kentucky team, Dante Allen has been uh, the, the best three-point shooter. Now, statistically, it'll be Olivier Saar. He's shooting 53%, but he's not shooting a ton of three-pointers. Uh, Dante Allen's the only other player over 40% for Kentucky shooting the threes, and it drops down to the next person at 33% in Devion Mintz. And so this team cannot shoot threes. They're horrible at them. B.J. Boston has had some good games, but overall he has been uh, just a, a huge letdown for Big Blue Nation. Uh, you've got guys like Terrence Clark, who's been injured and has, probably won't play the rest of this season. Then you've got uh, uh, Jacob Toppin. He's He's had some some great moments and also some not-so-great moments as well. This team has just been unable to build on anything. They have continued to falter and fall and disappoint every step of the way. But again, I'm not blaming the players. They have some blame, obviously. They're not making the shots. They are making the mistakes. But the blame here goes on John Calipari, the coach of the Kentucky Wildcats. He has not played the right rotations. At the end of games, he seems to always put the ball in the wrong person's hands. Dante Allen, who got a few minutes there once, once Cal got kicked out and had a great game and then got a few minutes in the games following, now is seeing his minutes cut back and reduced as well. And uh, Cal just seems to be running with these same five guys pretty much all the time. I think Isaiah Jackson needs to be on the floor. And I think in crunch time, Olivier Saar needs to be off the floor. I, Olivier Saar has missed two game winners. And then in the last game, he threw the ball away. He was bringing the ball up the court for a last second play. The center, mind you, bringing the ball up the court on the last second play, throws the ball away, gets stolen, no chance at a last second shot to even have a chance to win the game. All because for whatever reason, Coach John Calipari continues to put the ball in Olivier Saar's hands at the most crucial moments of the game. Listen, Olivier Saar has had a good season. He's averaging 10 points and almost six rebounds a game. He's a key player throughout the game. But in the last five minutes, Olivier Saar needs to be on the bench. Isaiah Jackson, he needs to be in the game. I think Dante Allen needs to be in the game. Devin Askew, he's had some good games. He's really been horrible at the end of games and hasn't shot the ball that great either. He's averaging seven points, two rebounds, and three assists. But at the end of the game, he needs to be on the bench. The end of the game needs to be Keon Brooks, Devion Mintz, I think B.J. Boston, even though he's had an up-and-down season, Isaiah Jackson, and Dante Allen. Those are the five that need to be on the floor. And I know Coach Cal's a better basketball coach than I am. But that's my opinion. 
and I am going to stick with it. Now the big question is, is will there be an SEC tournament? And if there is, that is Kentucky's only chance. But let's face it, no one expects Kentucky to win the SEC championship the way that they're playing this year. More than likely, their season is now just practice and, uh, and, and also a resume builder for guys trying to get to the NBA next year. We're going to close out the live podcast with a special announcement. Uh, the Sports Stove, I, Vince Stover, is going to be hosting a live MMA show, the Belly Up MMA show. This, uh, this week will be on Saturday at 6 p.m., and uh, it'll be on the Belly Up Fantasy Twitter and Facebook page. So you can catch it live from 6 to 7 on Saturday. Be previewing the uh, UFC 258 card, uh, Usman. Uh, is the, the the main character here, Usman and Burns. And so you're going to see, uh, it's, I think it's going to be some good fights in the night, but I'll be previewing those, uh, hoping to get some guests to come on throughout the program and talk about the card as well and previewing all what is ahead for the UFC. And so that will start at 6 p.m. live on Saturday. And uh, to watch that, you go to Belly Up Fantasy on either their Twitter or Facebook page. If you search for those, you will find them very, very easily. And uh, so make sure that you take a chance to go take a look at that. We'll be announcing some other things going on for Belly Up during the night uh, with the UFC and other things happening in and around the Belly Up universe uh, there, too. So tune in, please. Join me, the Belly Up MMA show live Saturday, 6 p.m. Be streaming on the Belly Up Fantasy Twitter and Facebook pages and uh, not here on the Sports Stove page. So make sure you look them up now and be ready for it at 6 p.m. Saturday night for that special show. So thank you for tuning in to today's special live episode of the Sports Stove Podcast as I am hunkered down inside in the heated building as there is ice everywhere around here in Central Kentucky. All the trees, the power lines, the grass, the mailbox is frozen shut today. Uh, all those kinds of things are happening. So I got to stay home from work today and join you live in the middle of your day uh, to talk a few things sports. So thank you for tuning in. Make sure you uh, look for the uh, comment uh, section and find the links for Skull Candy and uh, Blue Coolers. And then also, of course, go visit Belly Up Sports and tune in and see their podcast and the uh, articles that are written there. Many, many articles on all the different sports topics going on in the world. And so you can find uh, that there as well. So thank you again for tuning in to today's live edition of Sports Stove Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Sports Stove. Rate, share, and review uh, the podcast on whatever podcast platform you usually listen to. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube as well. I hope that you have a great day, that you're staying warm and enjoying time with family. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove. <laughs>